Greetings, family. Welcome to today's reading for March the 7th, Faith to Faith. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's study. We ask you to give us, Lord God, your word, Lord God, into our hearts, Lord, that we may remember it and do it and function properly because of your word. We give you the praise and the thanksgiving for this day, Lord God, that, Lord, help us to be joyful today that we may be rejoiced all the days of our lives by you giving us, Lord God, that honey joy into our hearts, Lord, as you promise in your word, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Expect to hear his voice by Gloria Copeland. The sheep that are my own hear and are listening to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. John 10, 27, the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and listen to me, and I know them, and they follow me. So many believers are unsure of their ability to hear God or know his voice. They're always afraid that they won't be able to tell when the Spirit of God is talking to them. What they don't realize is this, hearing the voice of the Spirit is a privilege that the Bible says belongs to every believer, Romans 8, 14. All we have to do to exercise the privilege is to receive it by faith and put ourselves in a position to hear. Next time the devil tries to tell you that, you can't hear God's voice. Remember that. Remember that to exercise the privilege is is to receive it by faith. And Lord, we just receive it by faith. We receive that we are in privilege to hear your voice and we act on it and we put ourselves in position to listen and to and to attentively hear your voice. We make that choice right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus said his sheep will know his voice and a stranger's voice they will now follow. This is a promise of God to you today. You see, the Spirit of God will never guide you in opposition to the written Word of God, John 16, 13. So if you're not familiar with what the Word says, you'll find it more difficult to discern His leading. Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it is easy, but every time. Be obedient even in the slightest things. That continued obedience to the written word will bring you into maturity and turn your inward ear to the voice of the Spirit. You'll soon be able to recognize it as easily as you recognize the voice of your dearest friend. So instead of wondering about it, start expecting to hear from Him. Then start sharpening your spiritual ears by spending time in the word. Again, Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it's easy, but every time. Be obedient even to the slightest things. Amen. Scripture reading is John 10, 1, 9. Let's go ahead and take care of that. John 10, 1, 9. There's John 10, and it says, 
I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the, <clears throat> is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who hear Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Amen. Let's go ahead and read that in different translations because it is an awesome. Uh, first, let's go ahead and read the Message Bible. It says, let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. A sheep rustler, the shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They don't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about, so he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Oh, man. woo -hoo. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father in heaven. All right, let's go ahead and hit another one um, so we can be edified by his word. We're going to try the Passion Translation here. If we will, please. Hang in, bear with me. Jesus said to the Pharisees, listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. But the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to let him in. And the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd. For he calls his own by name and leads them out, for they belong to him. And when he has brought out all his sheep, he walks ahead of them, and they will follow him, for they are familiar with his voice. But they will run away from strangers and never follow them, because they know it's the voice of a stranger. Jesus told the Pharisees this parable, even though they didn't understand a word of what he meant. So Jesus went over it again. I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. All those who broke in before me are thieves who come to steal. But the sheep never listens to them. 
I am the gate. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expected. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. This is implied in the Greek, folks. Hallelujah. I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. Jesus, if we go through him, we will experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. And that is so true. You know, I tried to listen to all the other robbers and people coming over. And, and somehow it just didn't click for me. It didn't click for me. And I believe when the angels guided me towards accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I had a change of heart. I experienced life. I experienced freedom. And, and I experienced satisfaction, a true drink of life. And on top of that, Life in its fullness, more than I can ever expect. It overflowed, it overflowed into that. I am the good shepherd, says Jesus, who laid down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep so we can enter into fullness and spiritual life and overflow. Amen. Okay, that was pretty cool. That was magnificent. Let's go ahead and go back to uh, reading of the Psalms which we enjoy, and there's a whole bunch of good ones today. There's Psalm 7, and then there's Psalm 37, 67, and 97. We're going to go there and read those of to fill our spirit man full of satisfaction for the day, for the week. Here we go, Psalm 7, a Psalm of David. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High, and the evil of those who are wicked, and defend the righteous. For you look up deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God, God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and, and, and string his bow. He will prepare his daily weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own head. 
I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praises to the name of the Lord most high. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 37, a Psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their sword and strings their bow to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their words will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay. But the godly are generous givers. Does the Lord thus, those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young and I, I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and rootless people flourish like a tree in its native soil. But when I look again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. 
<clears throat> look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescue them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, Psalm 67. May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. May your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Let the whole world sing for joy because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us, and people all over the world will fear him. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, Psalm 97. The Lord is king. Let the earth rejoice. Let the farthest coastlands be glad. Dark clouds surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire spreads ahead of him and burns up all his foes. His lightning flashes out across the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness. Every nation sees his glory. Those who worship idols are disgraced. All who brag about their witless gods, for every god must bow to him. Jerusalem has heard and rejoiced on all the towns of Judah are glad because of your justice, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are supreme over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of his godly people and rescues them from the power of the wicked. Light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. Light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. May all who are godly rejoice in the Lord and praise his holy name. Amen and amen. 97, uh, let's go to 127. Our last psalm, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem, a psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he, he confronts his accusers at the city gates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
Greetings, family. Welcome to today's reading for March the 7th, Faith to Faith. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's study. We ask you to give us, Lord God, your word, Lord God, into our hearts, Lord, that we may remember it and do it and function properly because of your word. We give you the praise and the thanksgiving for this day, Lord God. The Lord, help us to be joyful today that we may be rejoiced all the days of our lives by you giving us, Lord God, that honey joy into our hearts, Lord, as you promised in your word, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Expect to hear his voice by Gloria Copeland. The sheep that are my own hear and are listening to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. John 10, 27, the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and listen to me, and I know them and they follow me. So many believers are unsure of their ability to hear God or know his voice. They're always afraid that they won't be able to tell when the Spirit of God is talking to them. What they don't realize is this, hearing the voice of the Spirit is a privilege that the Bible says belongs to every believer. Romans 8.14 All we have to do to exercise the privilege is to receive it by faith and put ourselves in a position to hear. Next time the devil tries to tell you that you can't hear God's voice, remember that. Remember that to exercise the privilege is is to receive it by faith. And Lord, we just receive it by faith. We receive that we are in privilege to hear your voice and we act on it and we put ourselves in position to listen and to to attentively hear your voice. We make that choice right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus said his sheep will know his voice and a stranger's voice they will not follow. This is a promise of God to you today. You see, the Spirit of God will never guide you in opposition to the written Word of God, John 16, 13. So if you're not familiar with what the Word says, you'll find it more difficult to discern His leading. Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it is easy, but every time. Be obedient even in the slightest things. That continued obedience to the written word will bring you into maturity and turn your inward ear to the voice of the Spirit. You'll soon be able to recognize it as easily as you recognize the voice of your dearest friend. So instead of wondering about it, start expecting to hear from Him. Then start sharpening your spiritual ears by spending time in the word. Again, Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it's easy, but every time. Be obedient even to the slightest things. Amen. Scripture reading is John 10, 1, 9. Let's go ahead and take care of that. John 10, 1, 9. John 10, and it says, 
I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the, <clears throat> is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who hear Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Amen. Let's go ahead and read that in different translations because it is an awesome. Uh, first, let's go ahead and read the Message Bible. It says, Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. A sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them, and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They don't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about, so he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Oh, man. Woo Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father in heaven. All right, let's go ahead and hit another one um, so we can be edified by his word. We're going to try the Passion Translation here. If we will, please hang it. Bear with me. Jesus said to the Pharisees, Listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. But the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to let him in. And the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd for he calls his own by name and leaves them out for they belong to him and when he has brought out all his sheep he walks ahead of them and they will follow him for they are familiar with his voice but they will run away from strangers and never follow them because they know it's the voice of a stranger jesus told the pharisees this parable even though they didn't understand a word of what he meant so jesus went over it again i speak to you eternal truth i am the gate for the flock all those who broke in before me are thieves who come to steal, but the sheep never listens to them. 
I am the gate. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expected. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. This is implied in the Greek, folks. Hallelujah. I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. Jesus If we go through him, we will experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. And that is so true. You know, I tried to listen to all the other robbers and people coming over. And and somehow it just didn't click for me. It didn't click for me. And I believe when the angels guided me towards accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I had a change of heart. I experienced life. I experienced freedom, and and I experienced satisfaction, a true drink of life. And on top of that, life in its fullness, more than I can ever expect. It overflowed, it overflowed into that. I am the good shepherd, says Jesus, who laid down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep so we can enter into fullness and spiritual life and overflow. Amen. Okay, that was pretty cool. That was magnificent. Let's go ahead and go back to uh, reading of the Psalms, which we enjoy. And there's a whole bunch of good ones today. There's Psalm 7, and then there's Psalm 37, 67, and 97. We're going to go there read those uh, to fill our spirit man full of satisfaction For the day, for the week. Here we go. Psalm 7. A Psalm of David. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend, or plunder my enemy without cost, then let my enemies capture me, and let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger, stand up against the fury of my enemies, wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you, rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations, declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High and the evil of those who are wicked, and defend the righteous. For you look up deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own head. 
I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 37, a Psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their sword and strings their bow to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their words will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay. But the godly are generous givers. Does the Lord thus, those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young and I, I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and rootless people flourish like a tree in its native soil. But when I look again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. 
look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them rescue them from the wicked. He saves them. And they find shelter in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, Psalm 67. May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. May your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Let the whole world sing for joy, because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us, and people all over the world will fear him. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, Psalm 97. The Lord is king. Let the earth rejoice. Let the farthest coastlands be glad. Dark clouds surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire spreads ahead of him and burns up all his foes. His lightning flashes out across the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness. Every nation sees his glory. Those who worship idols are disgraced. All who brag about their witless gods, for every god must bow to him. Jerusalem has heard and rejoiced on all the towns of Judah are glad because of your justice, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are supreme over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of his godly people and rescues them from the power of the wicked. Light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. Light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. May all who are godly rejoice in the Lord and praise his holy name. Amen and amen. 97, uh, let's go to 127. Our last psalm, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem, a psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he, he confronts his accusers at the city gates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Greetings, family. Welcome to today's reading for March the 7th, Faith to Faith. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's study. We ask you to give us, Lord God, your word, Lord God, into our hearts, Lord, that we may remember it and do it and function properly because of your word. We give you the praise and the thanksgiving for this day, Lord God, that, Lord, help us to be joyful today that we may be rejoiced all the days of our lives by you giving us, Lord God, that honey joy into our hearts, Lord, as you promise in your word, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Expect to hear his voice by Gloria Copeland. The sheep that are my own hear and are listening to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. John 10, 27, the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and listen to me, and I know them, and they follow me. So many believers are unsure of their ability to hear God or know his voice. They're always afraid that they won't be able to tell when the Spirit of God is talking to them. What they don't realize is this, hearing the voice of the Spirit is a privilege that the Bible says belongs to every believer. Romans 8, 14. All we have to do to exercise the privilege is to receive it by faith and put ourselves in a position to hear. Next time the devil tries to tell you that, you can't hear God's voice. Remember that. Remember that to exercise the privilege is is to receive it by faith. And Lord, we just receive it by faith. We receive that we are in privilege to hear your voice and we act on it and we put ourselves in position to listen and to and to attentively hear your voice. We make that choice right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus said his sheep will know his voice and a stranger's voice they will not follow. This is a promise of God to you today. You see, the Spirit of God will never guide you in opposition to the written Word of God, John 16, 13. So if you're not familiar with what the Word says, you'll find it more difficult to discern His leading. Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it is easy, but every time. Be obedient even in the slightest things. That continued obedience to the written word will bring you into maturity and turn your inward ear to the voice of the Spirit. You'll soon be able to recognize it as easily as you recognize the voice of your dearest friend. So instead of wondering about it, start expecting to hear from Him. Then start sharpening your spiritual ears by spending time in the word. Again, Get familiar with God's voice by meditating and studying the Word of God. Follow God's instructions to Joshua and meditate on it day and night. Act on what you find in the Word, not just when it's easy, but every time. Be obedient even to the slightest things. Amen. Scripture reading is John 10, 1, 9. Let's go ahead and take care of that. John 10, 1, 9. There's John 10, and it says, 
I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the, <clears throat> is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who hear Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Amen. Let's go ahead and read that in different translations because it is an awesome. Uh, first, let's go ahead and read the Message Bible. It says, Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. A sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them, and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They don't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about, so he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Oh, man. woo Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father in heaven. All right, let's go ahead and hit another one um, so we can be edified by his word. We're going to try the Passion Translation here. If we will, please hang in. <laughs> bear with me. Jesus said to the Pharisees, listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. But the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to let him in. And the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd for he calls his home by name and leaves them out for they belong to him and when he has brought out all his sheep he walks ahead of them and they will follow him for they are familiar with his voice but they will run away from strangers and never follow them because they know it's the voice of a stranger jesus told the pharisees this parable even though they didn't understand a word of what he meant so jesus went over it again i speak to you eternal truth i am the gate for the flock all those who broke in before me are thieves who come to steal, but the sheep never listens to them. 
I am the gate. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expected. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. This is implied in the Greek, folks. Hallelujah. I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until it overflows. Amen. Jesus If we go through him, we will experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. And that is so true. You know, I tried to listen to all the other robbers and people coming over. And somehow it just didn't click for me. It didn't click for me. And I believe when the angels guided me towards accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I had a change of heart. I experienced life. I experienced freedom, and, and I experienced satisfaction, a true drink of life. And on top of that, life in its fullness, more than I can ever expect. It overflowed, it overflowed into that. I am the good shepherd, says Jesus, who laid down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep so we can enter into fullness and spiritual life and overflow. Amen. Okay, that was pretty cool. That was magnificent. Let's go ahead and go back to uh, reading of the Psalms, which we enjoy. And there's a whole bunch of good ones today. There's Psalm 7, and then there's Psalm 37, 67, and 97. We're going to go there and read those uh, to fill our spirit man full of satisfaction for the day, for the week. Here we go, Psalm 7. A Psalm of David. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend, or plunder my enemy without cost, then let my enemies capture me, let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger, stand up against the fury of my enemies, wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you, rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations, declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High and the evil of those who are wicked, and defend the righteous. For you look up deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own head. 
I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 37, a Psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their sword and strings their bow to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their words will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. Does the Lord, thus, those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, and I, I am old, Yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord, travel steadily along his path, he will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and rootless people flourish like a tree in its native soil. But when I look again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. 
<clears throat> Look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them rescue them from the wicked. He saves them. And they find shelter in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, Psalm 67. May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. May your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Let the whole world sing for joy, because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us, and people all over the world will fear him. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, Psalm 97. The Lord is king. Let the earth rejoice. Let the farthest coastlands be glad. Dark clouds surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire spreads ahead of him and burns up all his foes. His lightning flashes out across the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness. Every nation sees his glory. Those who worship idols are disgraced. All who brag about their witless gods, for every god must bow to him. Jerusalem has heard and rejoiced on all the towns of Judah are glad because of your justice, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are supreme over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of his godly people and rescues them from the power of the wicked. Light shines on the godly, and joy on those whose hearts are right. Light shines on the godly, and joy on those whose hearts are right. May all who are godly rejoice in the Lord, and praise His holy name. Amen and amen. 97, uh, let's go to 127. Our last psalm, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem, a psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he, he confronts his accusers at the city gates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat>